Hello and welcome to episode number seven of Fabulous and Female with Lucy Jeffrey. I'm Helen Corsi Cadmore, an award-winning business mindset and fertility coach and a mum to twin girls. And I'm Jane Mack, a visibility coach, best-selling author and mum to two boys. And our podcast is about having honest conversations with busy, ambitious females about growing your business to create financial freedom, having a better balanced life and avoiding burnout. If you enjoy this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. Good morning and welcome to this fabulous episode of Fabulous and Female. And this morning's guest is the incredible Lucy Jeffrey, who is the founder of Bear Kind. Lucy is living the dream of owning her own business and lives in London. Lucy has grown their kind to what you're seeing today. Basically, they're bamboo socks that save the lives of endangered animals all around the world. So Lucy, welcome, welcome. Tell us a little bit more about your fantastic company. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, so yeah, I started Bear Kind in 2018. I was working for a bank at the time and wasn't really lighting any fires underneath me. I wanted to do something a bit different with my life. So I started Bear Kind. And the idea behind the business is it brings something extra to the world that's not just about the product. Um, so we've got this range of bamboo socks. And as you said, they help save endangered animals. So we donate 10% of the profits from every pair to help the animal on the socks. So every single pair is linked with an animal conservation or rescue charity. And yeah, every year we kind of add up our donations and make that donation and and see what impact we've had for the previous year. And we started with five animals and now we've got, feels like hundreds, but there's a lot in the pipeline. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, so yeah, really enjoying it so far. Oh, it's lovely. So inspiring, yeah. isn't it? It's absolutely fantastic. How did the endangered species inspiration come around from? Was that something you were always interested in? Yeah, I, I mean, I really, really love animals. Like mm-hmm. as a little girl, I wanted to be a vet when I was older, but that never transpired. I'm a bit squeamish, not really into needles or anything <laughs> like that. So I wouldn't have really <laughs> ever gone down that route. And so actually the the charity donation model was what I came up with first. I was like, I know that I want to donate and I want to help endangered animals. That's what I really want to do. And I landed on socks as the product. So the charity thing came first. And then I picked socks because they're one of my favorite Christmas presents, to be honest. So it was a bit of a self-fulfilling thing. I was like, let's just try this as a product. And people really liked them. I literally started with one. I think Turtles was my first one in 2019. Partnered up with the Turtle Foundation. And people really loved the concept and were straight away were like, can we have some? We want more animals. So I was like, okay. And that's where the range of five came out. And yeah, people just love it. And it's just such a nice... I mean, socks at Christmas, especially a nice gift. People tend to gift socks at Christmas. And so with this kind of added charity element, it just makes it that little extra bit special. Yeah, absolutely. Who doesn't love new socks at Christmas, isn't it? It's socks and pants, like the best best things I look forward to. (laughs) Just remind me, Lucy, how old are you again? 27. 27. Yeah. Um, and your journey to where you are has just been in- incredible. I want to just take a step back a little bit, if that's okay, and tell us a yep. little bit more about where you were before and what your sort of journey into socks was like from your previous job. Yeah, sure. So 
I incorporated the company in 2018. So I was on a graduate program at HSBC at the time. I was pretty much fresh out of uni. I'd been working on this grad program for a year when I started the company. And I enjoyed the grad program. I liked my job, but I also didn't think it was me forever. The kind of corporate world or any part of it, I just thought, you know, it's fine. I'm learning a lot, but it's not really for me. So I started dabbling in a few different things as part of Bear Kind. So Socks wasn't my first product. Mm -hmm. I tested out a few different things to start with. So my very first product was reusable straws. At the time, we were very much on the kind of single-use plastic hype. They were starting to become banned in various different European countries. And I'd seen a friend using a reusable straw, and it was a silver one. And I just thought, oh, we can do better than that. We can do some like funky colors and things like that. So I jumped on that hype for a bit, and it really blew up. They were everywhere. So it got to the point where this product is no longer that unique. They're just everywhere. That's that's when I started to diversify. I'm now full-time on the business, but for a while, I was juggling both the business and my job. And then, of course, 2020 happened to all of us. And so I was working for 2020. We don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was working from home at that point. So I can admit now because I've already left that I didn't do much work for HSBC during that year. I was working on bare kind stuff. I managed to get away with it for a whole year. (laughs) So I managed to get the business in a position where it was doing pretty well during the Christmas shopping season of 2020. So I thought, really, if I don't leave now, will I ever, this is a perfect opportunity. Um, we, we were doing quite well. We'd had our best month of sales ever. I think everyone had jumped on supporting small business and sending a lot more online shopping. And I think after COVID happened, a lot of people went through this phase of being like, what am I doing with my life? Anything could happen. I really should be looking at what will truly make me happy. So you kind of had this bit of existential crisis, which kind of nudged me over the edge as well. I actually left my job at the end of 2020 and now I've been doing it full time in November for nearly two years, and which has absolutely flown by. I yeah. cannot believe that's two yeah. years. It's, it's fantastic. And the reason I asked that question is to highlight to our listeners that you can be in a corporate job or be in a job and actually still start a business and be really successful. Your business isn't just a side hustle anymore. As you said, you work full time in it and it's an incredible business. Like, you know, I'm one of your fans and I've got quite a few pairs of your socks. My favourites are the tiger. Um, (laughs) But what were your main challenges when you were starting out, Lucy, going from, you know, being at the very, very beginning of your business to where you are now? I think at the very start, it's it's kind of a challenge, but also a strength is that you really have no idea what you're doing. So every every single new thing do you, you know? do, like honestly, <laughs> well, no, 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 as well. There's always something you've got no idea what you're doing with. Yeah. But at the very start, it was things like I don't even know how to incorporate a company, how to start a website, all of these steps that were kind of like modules to get you into the right position, which now you don't even think about. It's just done. Of course, now there's still new things. They're just slightly different challenges that you have got no idea what to do. So I've hired a team now as well. So I had no idea how to hire a team and I've done it. It's like, okay, what's next? So at the start, it is very much like you just have no idea what you're doing. You just kind of have to plow through that because no one knows what they're doing before they start a business. Like it's your very first one. You've not done it before. But I'd actually say it's a bit of a strength because looking back, I think that naivety means you just Mm. go for it. Whereas now with some hindsight, I'm like, maybe I wouldn't have risked as much in certain areas or tried something a bit differently because I had no idea what I was doing I just had to fall into it 
And I think that helped with me getting to where I am because I was kind of happy to just take the kind of higgledy piggledy path and just figure it out as I went along. Yeah, I think we're all been in the same position, Lucy, but even Helen and I and all those listeners out there who have been the same people who have started their own business, no one knows where to start. And you kind of just go with it and kind yeah. of flop along the way. Yeah. Obviously, you've done an amazing uh, transformation in your business, going from your corporate world part time to full time in the business, hiring a team. Is there anything you would look back and say at the moment that you would do differently at this stage? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I feel like there's been a few mistakes that have happened that I wish didn't happen. But then at the same time, you kind of need them to happen <laughs> for you yeah. to work out things. All yeah, learnings. Exactly. Yeah. So even more recently, the latest thing is we've launched some Ukraine socks and 100% of the profits from these ones are donated to charities helping Ukraine. So a bit different from like our normal animal ones, but it's limited edition. I just felt like it was something we needed to do. They got sent to the wrong address. They didn't get sent to my warehouse. They got sent to my old flat, which I don't live in anymore. And I was oh, like, oh my no. goodness. Oh, <laughs> hang on, how, stage, many, how many socks was that? Not too bad. It's one big box of six hundred pets. So the moral of that story is the last time I ordered socks, it was a hundred boxes. So at least this was just one box. Like yeah. I just I can't believe I've got to this stage and this has happened. And I'd asked them to change the address and they hadn't changed it on the invoice. So when I paid mm. the invoice, I just didn't even think to check the address. So there's the error, like always check the address <laughs> yeah. at every point. But I was like, how have I got to this stage and not thought to check the address? So it's little things like that. That I just think will continue to happen. We're human, right? But at the same time, I feel very lucky that that's Mm. happened now. And I'm like, right, I'm just going to check the address every single time. And when we're getting into the thousands of boxes and, I don't know, like shipment container loads, at that point, it cannot go to the wrong address. Do you know what? There was a really good thing you said there, Lucy, about being human and, Mm. you know, still having things go wrong like it's part of life isn't it and it's just how you deal with that and that's the thing I think Jane said it earlier it's all learning you know fail fast and move on that's why I always say yeah absolutely I'm just going to say the same Helen it's that human yeah. aspect of it mistakes will get made and we miss things and we should have checked but you know what that's life we need that human aspect because at the end of the day that's what makes us us but I love the fact that Lucy is, has turned up today straight from the gym and I would love to know Lucy what else do you do to keep your sanity and to keep you being you just to look after yourself I think the exercise is the main thing before the podcast I was sitting down and trying to think what brings me back to me and I don't think there's anything that does it as well as exercise for me just one day without it doesn't have to be intense lifting weights every time it could be a long walk or something but I really notice the difference I get brain fog if I don't exercise and then I just get moody (laughs) yeah we all can resonate with that one indeed yes yeah I know I love I love my exercise and I'm the same if I don't get out at certain times and you think oh I just need a break you think that's what it is I need an exercise just get out get a walk fresh air clear your head and move on Mm. in a much better state than you have been so yeah definitely definitely helps yeah Yeah. we're in a a really good routine with it at the moment my partner and I because he's the same he really needs to exercise to feel himself and I think the main thing is it's really difficult just getting there because the first type thing you wake up, your body doesn't really feel like it. You're dehydrated after sleep. But we've worked yeah. out that if we just go, we'll just literally just get up and go to the gym. I haven't even worked out what we're doing yet. By the time we get mm. there and settle into it, you've, your body has worked out what it needs. So even if it's just mm. stretching, we've got out of the house. 
So if my body's not ready for a workout, I have now learned to listen to it because I've had various injuries and stuff in the past from pushing through. But yeah, I'll just have a stretch and that's fine. I'll do something lighter like yoga or Pilates or something. I say lighter. Pilates is really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Any form of exercise is fucking lighter. Interesting. I did my first yoga in years recently. I was down in um, uh, deep dark West Wales. And I went to do a yoga class and I haven't done it for a long time. I feel like my body is not made for yoga. You know, I'm six foot tall. I'm just too tall. That's my excuse anyway. That's my excuse. And I'd forgotten <laughs> how hard it was. You know, it's, it's really like hard. all that You expect it to be nice and relaxing. And like, yeah. you, know, you fall asleep on the mat at the end. No, so it's actually really hard. Really, I was See, like I'm... sweating and everything. But I felt amazing afterwards, which is what it's all about, isn't it? See, I've never done it. I've not done yoga or Pilates at all. No, because I'm one of these people who loves to do a workout and do that whole high cardio, that whole jumping about sweating. And I always think that yoga and Pilates, I'm just going to like stretch and go into shapes that maybe I can't get into those shapes. But I know everyone says you end up sweating after. I've just never brought myself around to it. Yeah, I love it. I love a HIIT workout. Mm -hmm. And I got a bit addicted to them. But they're actually bad for you if you do them too much. I was doing them like four times a week. And I'm young, right? But my knees were really starting to hurt. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not good for you. So I've really had to kind of switch it up. Can I just say, we're we're quite young as well. Like, you know, we're in our 20s as well, Jane, aren't we? Well, we still are. Absolutely, yeah. Young (laughs) 20-year-olds us. Yeah, times two, times two. Right, okay. So your exercise is one of your main go-to. What about spending time just with you? Like you said, you've got to go to the gym with your partner. What about you to avoid any burnout from the business for you? I'm not a good example for this. I'm very like up, 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 and then burn out and then go back up again. So I I haven't burnt out recently. So I feel like maybe it's on the card soon. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're not very good at taking holiday. I do work every day. Weekends is definitely less intense. I've had a wedding recently. I was a bridesmaid. So obviously I didn't work during that. But for example, this weekend, Saturday... My plans with a friend were cancelled because of the train strikes. So I was like, oh, yeah. I just worked. I mean, I do like, I'll sit and read for a bit. But no, I am not very good at taking time off at the moment. But it's no, something I try to do. But I just haven't, that, haven't, haven't got around to it yet. And do you think <laughs> that's something to do with the, the control element of your business? Is there anything that your team that you've introduced could take on more from you? I have no issue with delegating that's the thing it's yeah. not that I have to control everything that's going on my team are very good that they take on stuff and they just get get on with it and I wouldn't I don't wade in and be like you must do this and this like I just let yeah. them get on with it I'm actually having no issues with delegating it's more the fact that there is always more stuff to do mm. on top of that <laughs> as well yeah and I think it doesn't help we've gone through it like this is August right and this is our worst month of sales this year. Like it's yeah. it's super quiet. Everyone's on holiday. We've had a heat wave. Who's buying socks in the heat wave? Yeah. yeah, we're waiting for Christmas, really. So I think there's that kind of slight panic that we're trying to subdue a bit because we know Christmas is coming, but right now it's very, very quiet for us. So we're just trying to get as much done before the Christmas madness as possible. When Christmas is coming, like anybody in retail, how do you gear up for that? What do you put in place to organize for it? For your business and yourself as well. Yeah, we're doing a lot of content now. So we're making our Christmas ads. So we've got loads of different campaign ideas for different things we're going to test over the Christmas period. 
And yeah, basically the girls are building all that out now. So all the content we want to put out, all the paid advertisement, like mostly Facebook for our paid ads. So we're building a lot of content now and then that'll just kind of roll out over the Christmas period. I'm hiring for a customer service person at the moment as well, because that was one thing last year that really took up my time. And it's very bitty work as well, because obviously mm. customers don't care what time it is, they're, they're emailing you whenever. So it'll be good to kind of give that to someone to take on. So I have more chance to focus on other things and take time off, obviously. But this is the thing where like, when we were first talking about hiring for customer service, I'd said to the team, I think we need to hire someone for customer service because it's just me doing it. And, you know, I don't know if something was to happen, like I was in a car crash or something bad happened, like who's going to do the customer service? And one of them was like, yeah, or if you want to take a holiday. And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Let's I look at the positive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have to have yeah. a car crash for, me to, for you to take me away from the business. So I think, I think it's something that I will look back on when I'm more mature in the business and be like, wow, I really should have been kinder to myself. And it's interesting that I can say this now and then not do it. But at the moment, I'm just riding the wave that I can. I can actually work quite a lot and be okay with it. And do you think that's an entrepreneurial thing, a startup entrepreneurial thing, is that you feel like you have to be working on your business all of the time? I have no issue when I do take the time off. So if something's going on with friends or something, I'm not sitting there shaking, being like, I must be working. I'm quite happy to take the time off. It's more that when not much is going on, I'm happy to work. I like Mm. it. I want to work. Yeah, I guess I'm just driven to. And yeah, there's always more things going on. But yeah, I think we do. We do have to book stuff in to make sure we go and do the the social life stuff as well mm. and holidays. <laughs> yeah, and certainly I know that like years ago, my last business, I was very much the I have to be there because if I'm not be there and something happens, then it's my responsibility and I have to deal with it and I can't leave it for anybody else because that's not fair to leave it to anybody else. And I had some burnout because I went through that whole was my business I must be here all the time can't take time off I took very very little time off and suffered as a result of it but I've learned from that as well which is a good thing because that doesn't happen anymore thank god but yeah it is quite a it's that way of just letting go especially when it's it's kind of your baby isn't it you've nurtured it you've grown it and you've started it and you kind of feel as if you have to be the one that's always there yeah 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 and I mean I had that for years in my last business it took me about five six years before I could actually go oh let me hand something over to somebody else to do that's okay and it's okay they can do it they're very capable of doing it I can step back but I think as well it's just that whole piece of it's it's a real mindset piece isn't it of you know it's my business Mm. I must be there and I I can't leave it but you can you absolutely 100% can but it's just that that way of learning about it before you have a burnout is when you burn out then you learn from you think oh it's too late now isn't it (laughs) I've just burnt out from that yeah that's Mm. it it's when you're burning out it's too late Mm -hmm. exactly yeah and I I think I'm going to go through this soon because I'm trying to plan a trip with a friend so she she wants to go away she wants to do two weeks and I'd committed a while ago and said yeah let's absolutely let's go and it'll be maybe November time we go and then I started thinking oh gosh it's Christmas it's our busiest time of year I was really getting into a spin about it Um, but then decided no I have loads of holiday to take I've barely taken I've been on holiday this year but I still work when I'm on holiday so this will actually be me taking some time where I'm actually on holiday with a friend the team will be fine without me they're perfectly capable but I still have that guilt that I should Mm. be there 
working yeah. with the team whereas I honestly don't think any of them would turn around to me and say no you shouldn't be on holiday because I wouldn't do it to them would I <laughs> no exactly and that's the thing isn't it it's like it's that whole like leading by example isn't it because they're the ones that can see you then if you're working 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 they may feel that they've got to work 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 and you know I guess going back to what you just said Lucy about you being a little bit quiet now in August and you've been planning so much in advance for your busiest period so actually if you took that time in November I think you're gonna be okay because you've planned so much yeah. in advance and that, that's the help. hope yeah that yeah. if I work enough now we'll be fine in November and the theory is that super busy time in November I'm hoping that's super busy just because we've got lots of sales so exactly. like in theory as long as someone's on my customer service and it's all ticking over mm. in yeah. theory it's okay for me to take some time then and after that to be honest the best possible time for me to take off is Christmas onwards during that time because we can actually just completely shut down the business I can put out of offices on anything just to say Mm -hmm. we are out of office like that's it Mm -hmm. because people get it at that time of year and no one's buying from us at that point either because everyone's just in that weird phase after Christmas when Mm -hmm. nothing happens I know yeah. and people appreciate it as well it's nice for people to see a business like that where you've done especially retail for Christmas you've worked all the hours you've done all the work and now you're taking time off and it's it's always a good example to other businesses as well and other people to see that actually you need you look after yourselves and your team and everybody yeah. gets time off so always, you know it's always a good way to go and that's it as you know like you know my biggest business was retail and having a number of stores obviously we weren't online then but having a number of bricks and mortar stores I was in the same place where you were that I felt that, you know, we couldn't take any time off. You know, it was very much work, 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 work. And it's only now looking back, it's probably the worst thing that we can do to our to ourselves. Because as you said, if you feel like you're edging towards a burnout now, like what's that going to do to you, your team, your business? And it, it comes with, you know, learned experience, isn't it? You know, it comes and mm-hmm. and you can look back now and hindsight is a wonderful thing, isn't it? But, Absolutely. You know, okay, let, let's step away from burnout because we don't want you to go to burnout. I want you to go on that holiday, Lucy, and enjoy yourself. <laughs> um, but interesting, what sort of direction are, are you and Bear Kind heading into? I hope up and out. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> up, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really want to go global with this company. Like at the start of the year, I think naively said, right, we're going to do America this year. And then as I started looking into it, realized that we've kind of put that on hold because we couldn't cash flow wise, we couldn't afford to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we obviously we'd have to have a set amount of stock sent out there, all yeah. the like added costs of like the taxes. It's very hard to break America. You need a lot of marketing budget. So we put that on hold for now until we kind of see how this Christmas goes. But I also want to do Australia. Uh, we're back selling in Europe again now as well we we were selling in Europe and then Brexit happened and then we had to stop because of all the taxes and stuff but we're now back and selling in Europe so I think I just think there's so many more customers out there for us so Mm -hmm. now it's just an exposure piece it's really Mm -hmm. you know how how are we getting in front of these eyeballs how are we getting more people to see our product and I think big retail will be a part of that so we're in a lot of retailers at the moment I think 350 different retailers but they're all quite like 350 now oh my goodness that's That's amazing yeah we've done a lot of work on that this year yeah Um, amazing a lot of podiatrists so like conversation. yeah yeah so we've like really doubled down in that niche so we're doing well with that but I also want to see if we can get into some more 
chain retail. I mean, if it works for us, I know it's difficult to get into. And once you get there, they, they're really tough on your margins. And it's, you know, obviously working with a company that is true to your values. But yeah. I'd like to try that. You know, maybe John Lewis would be a good option for us. And I can definitely see a gap in their sock market as well. There's no products in there that are, obviously there's lots of socks, but nothing with the kind of impact yeah. that we do, we have. So I yeah, I've got lots of John Lewis. Yeah, and they're very yeah. much our target market who shop there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, Definitely. and so many people now are going towards the fact of the sustainable, like the, the bamboo and the with charities helping endangered species. People are loving all that now. Everyone's moving very much towards mm. all that way rather than just buying your standard everyday pieces. And so many more shops are now moving away towards offering something, you know, showing something that has an impact on something now. I think people's ethics are changing a lot as well in terms Absolutely. of you know, how things are produced, how they're made and where they're sourced from and all that piece. I mean, 350, is that just independent stores you're in at the moment? Yeah. Right, okay, that's yeah. amazing. And is that just in the UK then, just right across? No, I'd say majority UK, but we've got a few yeah. in America, a few across Europe as well. It's all through, have you heard of the wholesale platform FAIR? I might have, yeah, so they're yeah. American initially, but they've really done a lot of expansion in, in the UK. So it's basically I sign up as a brand and retailers can come and shop for my product on the store. Okay. It's like, a, I guess, kind of an Amazon, but for wholesale. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a great platform. And they at the start of the year, they had an incredible deal where every new customer that I sign up. So if I have a wholesaler and I get them involved, they get £300 to spend on my stock, free shipping free returns like ridiculous offer mm-hmm. so we just rinsed that honestly we've done mm-hmm. like a hundred grand through this just this platform this Amazing. Year. so we've absolutely rinsed that and we we know that we're um because we're, we're we keep closely in touch with them and they love us because we go to them and share ideas with them and stuff mm-hmm. and we're not the biggest one on there because there's lots of quite big brands sitting on there but we know we're in yeah. we know we're one of their highest growing Mm. Uh, fastest growing brands Mm. on there because it's literally like been a massive priority for us that deal is now gone so obviously it's quietened down a bit now but we've got all these customers sitting in there now and hopefully a lot of them will repeat by for christmas so yeah we've really rinsed that platform we did well out of it yeah it's a really good platform Mm. okay so what's your top tip for anyone that is starting out in business what would be your number one takeaway for somebody that's listening now I think it's to try not to be a perfectionist and try. I don't think going to market with the absolute perfect product is a good thing. Like, I think I see quite a few like businesses that are like, you know, either they're going through fundraising or they've been, you know, there's lots of chat about their product and nothing's materialized yet. And Mm. like, well, you haven't tested it, have you? You need to try something. You need to get eight, at least one customer to to see how you go I'm four years down the road now and the product I've got now is not did not exist when I first started I've gone through various different products various different iterations and so I'd say like you just need to start and then see how you go and that goes for everything not just the products like my Instagram for example if I we scroll back to like my original Instagram (laughs) posts I look at them and just think oh my goodness what was I thinking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then now it looks like a completely different thing and it looks yeah. incredible to be to me now but I don't know maybe in like a year two years time we'll look back and think wow okay we've come really far so I just think you just have to start and just tinker around and not be afraid to put mm-hmm. something out there and just see what happens because you need the feedback and you need yeah. to understand the people that are interested because if you spend all this time working on this perfect product and no one buys it what a waste of time and money oh. 
absolutely. absolutely. I love it because I think if we if we all look back on our Instagram profile from the very beginning, we go, oh my God, how rubbish was that? What is that all about? That's crap, isn't it? That's so true. I love it. I know, I know. I think the last year I've flipped my business around about three different ways and three different niches and stuff. So yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. So you just need to go with what starts with and then see what evolves. And, yeah. you know, it's like they always say, you know, it's progress over perfection. So it doesn't matter if you make a mistake or doesn't work. Try something else, move on, do something yeah. else. You could definitely think the whole other business that's nothing absolutely. to do with how you started. A- yeah. Absolutely. And exactly. that's a nice thing. It's like, just let it go. go. And I think as well, eventually when you find your feet, you kind of follow your own passions and intuition then. That gets you in the right direction. And yeah, it's just follow it and go with the flow and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? And I always say this, just start. You know, if, if you mm-hmm. don't start, nobody's going to hear about you, how amazing you are and what amazing things you can do. So I love mm-hmm. that. Thank you. And the last question for me is, so Jane and I always come back to food. Whatever we're talking about, we always come <laughs> back to food. What's your favourite cake, Lucy? Cake. Yeah. I love cake. <laughs> I don't know if this counts as cake because it's more like a pudding, but I love sticky toffee pudding. Yeah, with custard yeah. it is oh no oh, no ice cream need oh, ice no, cream no cream just <laughs> no cream. ice cream <laughs> okay I love that. Going so well. <laughs> <laughs> we all love the pudding just not the accompaniments Brilliant. No, brilliant, no cream brilliant. for me. Yeah. No. Right, Lucy, you've been absolutely fantastic. Thank you for your honesty and your, your rawness and just sharing a, a little insight of your incredible, incredible Bearkind bamboo sock business. How can people get in touch with you? They've been inspired by what you've talked about today or, or want to buy your products. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, yeah, we're very vocal on Instagram. So you can go head over to just Bearkind, B-A-R-E, kind. Please don't scroll back past the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you can no judgment. You might like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're bearkind.com on the website. It's where you can find our socks. And yeah, please find me on LinkedIn as well. I'm happy to get, connect with people. So that's Lucy Jeffrey on there. And yeah, just thanks so much for having me. This has been fun. Oh, it's been lovely. Lucy. lovely to get to know you and hear all about your amazing business. It's very inspirational. It's yeah. fantastic. Well done, you. And yeah. look forward to seeing what seeing what 2022 and beyond. Yeah. See what comes. How big bike and global you go it'll be following your yeah, journey across thank you so much Brilliant. thank you thank you we end every episode with a top tip for you and today's top tip is your gut instinct is one of your biggest assets and our leaving message to you is always remember to do the one thing that makes you feel fabulous if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and leave us a review